only ammi knew the household was hammered into silent sadness losing a family member is always traumatic but losing a young one in the full flower of his youth was unbearable feroz had been the fulcrum of this household and with him gone it didn't know how to turn but the gloom was disrupted when aftab walked in out of the night carrying a bundle a very obviously human bundle he placed it on a mattress and everyone gathered around it was a young girl perhaps wounded with dried blood on her clothes emaciated unknown unconscious and more dead than alive aftab said he'd stumbled over her inert form on the darkening hillside he couldn't have left her there she wouldn't have made it through the night and he wouldn't have that on his conscience even though she was a stranger and strangers weren't welcome in this corner of the world salima and ammi washed the young girl combed her tangled hair and dressed her in fresh garments they discovered a big bump on her head but no cuts anywhere for all that her robes had indeed been blood stained apparently not her own blood which was ominous but not alarming for in her current condition she couldn't have fought her way out of a paper bag they kept her warm and hoped for the best medical help was too far away ammi prayed her beads over the girl and fed her teaspoons of warm spiced tea every half hour she'd pour the tea carefully into the back of her mouth holding her up in her capacious lap to be sure it didn't choke her her breathing remained regular and her rail like chest rose and fell with gratifying consistency the whole night ammi sat on duty the next morning ammi greeted salima with a happy face in the still dark and cold salima scooted to her mother-in-law's side they grinned at each other her eyelids were fluttering and there was a faint redness in her cheeks ammi whispered that she was swallowing on her own too aftab personally invested in her return to life came over to take a look and left with a small smile his first since they'd found feroz alia and shan rubbed her hands in their tiny ones and when a shaky groan issued from the girl there were actually cheers It took the rest of the day with many more spoonfuls of tea but she finally awoke opened her eyes slowly and hesitantly and was instantly frightened into a terrified ball to see them all hovering over her Ammi shooed them all away and calmed her She explained how Aftab had found her and how they'd nursed her and that she was safe It was remarkable how this young girl had been accepted into this home in this dangerous and unpredictable land instead of fearing for themselves as they always did with strangers their fear and concern was solely for her 
she couldn't remember her name so they named her naina for the big eyes which filled her face in fact she couldn't remember anything not how she came to be there or where her home was or who her family were it alarmed aftab and he was watchful and suspicious but soon his fears were allayed her eyes were always darting seeking verification looking for meaning it wasn't something that could be faked over the next few days her strength revived and she started helping salima with the housework she was dutiful to abbu and infinitely grateful to aftab his every wish fulfilled before he could even express it but she was closest to ammi who whispered stories of the family to her of the years they'd lived here of her daughter who was married and settled in a faraway village and of the devastating loss of feroz there'd been gunshots and all had taken shelter indoors except feroz and they'd prayed and prayed he'd be safe as soon as they could aftab and salima had gone looking for him and their terrible discovery that he'd been shot possibly by a stray bullet and had long been beyond the help of prayers they'd learned that one militant group had attacked another and their beloved child had been the only victim and their loss eternal nena cried over this sadness and joined in their prayers for his soul in fact she became his caretaker so to speak they were too distressed to attend to his things and they'd been gathering dust in his corner of the small house no longer she cleaned and arranged his few possessions to create a shrine to feroz and nothing could have endeared her more surely to their affections in all this time though she'd not remembered a single thing of her own past it was a blank slate she spent the day helping salima or the kids tending to ammi and abbu and anticipating aftab's requirements at night she retired to her narrow bit of matting next to ammi and slept fitfully fidgeting and jumping all through the night but whatever was disturbing her sleep didn't make its way into her conscious mind ammi encouraged her to let it go it was probably better lost if her mind didn't want to recover it nena prayed at the feroz shrine that he'd guide her to remembrance but he hadn't shown any inclination to help this situation continued for months and she was now so much a part of the family that aftab was beginning to think about her marriage he'd have at best a few years to prepare for it financially and getting a son married was quite different from getting a daughter married he'd noticed she'd whittled some fine toys for alia and shan so he encouraged her to develop that skill and eager to please him she'd been working hard at it she graduated rapidly from toys to indescribable things that were nevertheless beautiful aftab took a few into the city directly to a crafts shop and was astounded at the price he was offered nena was delighted she'd needed some special way to express her thanks and money was always welcome she continued all her domestic chores 
and her devotions at the Pharaoh's shrine. But as soon as she could, she'd go looking for interesting shapes of wood and was often seen whittling away or sanding them down with smooth stones from the stream. She was happy, in a way, and so were they all. All this played out during a particularly peaceful period in the area. The last bit of trouble was the one that had snatched Feroz and deposited her into their hands a few days later. Sunsets and sunrises followed each other with dependable regularity and life settled into an easy rhythm. But it was too good to last, of course. And one day, gunshots rang like thunder across the mountains. The kids ran indoors instantly and everything was shuttered up when Ammi noticed that Nena was missing. Panic. Too many horrid memories of Feroz's similar absence. Ami was determined to go out looking for her and wrenched herself out of Salima's restraining grip and cautioned Aftab not to stop her. But as she inched open the door, she saw Nena sitting at her usual spot below the rocky overhang. She wasn't bent at her work, but sat bolt upright, her eyes far away in the mountains and heavy with unshed tears. She seemed not to hear Ami calling, so Ami crept out to her. Salima and Afta peered through the open door. Nena woke from her trance as Ami's arms surrounded her and let out an agonized wail of misery. Ami petted and stroked her, but she sobbed inconsolably. And finally, Aftab just picked her up as before and carried her inside, with the two women scuttling behind him. As soon as he put her down, she shuffled to the Feroz shrine and thumped her head repeatedly on the ground in front of it, wailing. The kids huddled in a corner. They'd never seen Nana like this. Ami embraced her and petted her patiently. But Nena was beyond consolation. Sometimes she settled down to whimpers, but something would start her off again and the little house resounded with her grief. She stayed in front of the shrine right through the night, weeping and issuing muted moans. The next morning, silence had returned to the mountains outside. Nena helped Salima and tended to the elders and kids when everything was done, she wept again in front of the shrine, then stood up and approached Aftab very formally. He patted a seat beside him, but she shook her head and preferred to stand. All eyes were on them. She thanked him for the infinite kindness he and his family had shown her, and she begged their forgiveness. But she must leave. Gasps echoed in the room. And Ami collapsed in a heap of tears. Aftab was on his feet, asking what they'd done to give offence. But Nena cried, It is never you, none of you, ever. It is I. Then she clamped her mouth and wouldn't say another word, except that she begged their forgiveness and she must go. They all tried to change her mind, but she was resolute. Hours passed and darkness descended. And Ami said whatever else she must stay the night, hoping that a new day would bring a change of heart. But it didn't. And after completing her chores, 
she presented herself to Aftab again and this time they knew they'd have to give in. There were tears, more so when Nena refused food for her journey and realization dawned that she hadn't touched food or water since the whole outdoor fiasco. Nena was weeping too as she threw herself one last time in front of the Feroz shrine. Ammi lifted her up with surprisingly strong arms, placed her wrinkled hands on Nena's firm cheeks, and looking fiercely from her own tear-filled eyes to Nena's, she said, "I forgave you a long time ago, child. Remember that. I forgave you, and my blessings will always be with you, and I will pray for your safety every day." There will always be a home for you here no matter what you do or have done do you understand future and past do you hear me Nena wept harder still she paid her respects formally to every member of the family including the little ones and with a last whimpering look at her shrine she walked out the door with only the clothes on her back a curtain of gloom descended on the house again night came and then morning ami pitched in to help salima and when they were done and sitting emptily around salima asked ami why did you say you'd forgiven her ami she'd done us no wrong except in leaving so suddenly ami covered her face with her hands and wept Salima cost herself for bringing up the topic. She summoned Alia and Shan to recite their lessons aloud and somehow the meltdown was averted. But Aftab's suspicions had been raised. Later that evening when the children had turned in, he confronted his mother gently. "You must say why, Ammi. What did you forgive her for?" Ami held his strong hands in her gnarled old ones and looked up into his pale face. She didn't know the wrong she did, son. They must have filled her head with nonsense from the time she was a baby. But I saw the very first day and I knew. What did you know, Ami? He prodded gently. But the dawning knowledge was on his face too. She bent down and kissed his hard hands with her puckered old lips. I saw her expertly handling an imaginary rifle when she was unconscious. Forgive her son, for you saw her horror when her memory returned and she realized what she'd done. She couldn't bear to face our love. She never touched a morsel of food or water in our house after that. How terrible must be her regret. Her tears dropped hotly on their joined hands. Abu's fingers clicked over his beads, echoing loudly in the silence. Salima approached cautiously. She suspected awful things that she couldn't even give words to. Her eyes flicked from her husband to her mother-in-law, both toughened by the cruel ways of the world, but both melted by their powerful feelings for a young stranger. who appeared unaccountably in their lives after breached out for salima with one hand and embraced his mother with the other 
and the three leant together and wept more freely than they had in months. Inevitably, they turned to the little shrine Nena had so lovingly created and tended for a boy she never knew, never knowing why she felt so linked to him or why she was compelled to memorialize him. Salima was shuddering with her grief but found the strength to somehow whisper, His life is forever lost to this meaningless violence. But we saved hers from being submerged and lost in it too. We must be content with that 